Hello, and welcome to Hollywood Hodgepodge with Mike and Connie. I am Mike. And I'm Connie. What's up, big brav? <laughs> what do we watch, man? Uh, this, uh, I've been looking forward to this since we figured since out we were, we were <laughs> Since we figured out we were doing the 55th Academy Awards. Um, I watched this movie a ton as a kid. Uh, I think we were talking about this last night, that like... I have a, I had a, a relationship with <laughs> an inappropriate yeah, relationship. Let's with. take it easy. You had a relationship with Steven Spielberg's movie, films. Movies. Yes. Movies. Yes. 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 Uh, so this movie was very important to me as a kid. And it, of course it's uh, E.T., the extraterrestrial. Stone Cold E.T. This is part of our series for Best Picture. Um, yep. We're going through the 1982 Academy Awards, which was the 55th, right? That's what we're saying? Yes. 55th Academy Awards. This is the second in our series. Stone Cold. Motherfucking E.T. Tiny little dude from God knows where comes down, brings nothing but joy. Yeah. Nothing. Absolutely. But joy. I forgot they killed him in this. Yeah, and and then he comes back. Through love. Yeah, love brings him back. Dude. (laughs) And the flowers. Oh. He's just a space hippie. Yeah. Anyway, yes, so your childhood was completely... I have lots of theories about um, Stone Cold E.T.'s, why he's here, what his mission's about, what kind of guy he is. Me and Alex visited his home planet. You did? Yeah. You did, and they shouted you out, didn't they? (laughs) Yes. It's the best part of going to his planet. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ride the bike, or do you get in the spaceship with him? It's a bike. You were on a bike. Yeah. With a and then you take off and go through outer fucking space on the thing? Yeah, I think so. That's not how E.T. works. E.T. <laughs> should get you to the ship, and then the ship takes you outer space. What's his planet like? Bombs everywhere. Dude. It looks like uh, <laughs> it looks like the ship that you see at the beginning of the movie, where there's like, yes. lots of plants. What is your opinion on the ship? Like, um... That it, they're like um, space explorers and they're uh, gathering. Yes, That's yes. yeah. I, think I you am were under the impression that. that these that the ETs were in the the ETs we're interacting with, including Stone Cold, um, are here on not a diplomatic mission. Um, I don't think they're here to scoop any animals. I think they're botanists because yeah. if you remember the bunny rabbits like chilling by Stone Cold ET while he's doing his homework. Yeah, remember when he gets lost? Yeah. Um, he's trying to pull that little plant out to take it back to the ship, and they have like all these dioramas. I think with they all need, the different plants from different. I think they planets. need plants to live. That's what it seems. like. Oh yeah, like I think that's what I. That's what it seemed like. Really, when he dies, that one plant dies. Well, he becomes connected to things. Oh yeah, he, that's he, weird. He imprints on he things. He imprints on things. It's weird. Weird yeah. choice on Big Steve. For this one. Um, yeah, the, man, maybe he does. See, because here's my thesis. I think Stone Cold DT and the homies show up in the space hoopty, and they don't, they don't give a fuck about talking to human beings. We're not here for that. They don't give a fuck about scooping bunny rabbits. They don't give a shit about them either. They're just waddling around scooping up plants, and they got a ship that's got all these um, plants from what seems like different places. You know what I'm trying to say? Or yeah. it could all be their their home planet. I'm not really sure. I'm in I'm imprinting on the film and being like, you know, I, I I put my butt on the f- screen and was like, "You're my movie now." Like I rubbed. What if um, What if they believe that 
when they go like on their planet, the a highest life form is the plants. Oh, hell so when yeah. they go to other planets, they're like, "Well, these are the people we need to talk." We to. We could talk to the plants. See what's <laughs> going on here. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm like, I'm weird with St- with Stone Cold ET because when a movie, when the movie, I mean. I saw this as a child, mm-hmm. but I am the opposite in you in that I think I've seen this. I think last night was either my third or fourth time in life seeing the film. Okay. Right? Um, like, I had forgotten about them doing the experiments on Stone Cold E.T. and trying to, like, save him at the last the minute. Only, the only thing I forgot was, the like, the Keys character. Oh, great. But, but like, everything, the whole movie is just still, like, vividly in my mind. So, like, I have not watched it since childhood. And watching it, when we did, I, like, I remembered everything as it was happening. Like I said, the only thing I didn't was the Keys character, but everything else was still, like, fresh in my... I I watched that a lot when I was a kid. No (laughs) shit. I, I, you know, it's a a phenomenon of my life. I have dated more than two, a handful of human beings. And they were like, Mike, I'm a scared of E.T. Stone Cold E.T. Mm. They were not, when they were kids, E.T. shows up. And for whatever reason, I look at E.T. and I see just a homie. Bro, he's hanging the meats. He's right. fucking, he's walking around in his robe. Dick swinging, tits out. Chugging Coors Chugging banquet. Coors Lights, dude. Coors ba- Banquets. Yeah, I think it was Hell, Coors yeah. Yellow can, baby. Yeah, yeah dude. He's crushing Coors. Fucking drapes wide open. This is his home, dude. Eating potato salad. Bro, I'm literally in black socks, dick out, eating potato salad, green robe. Then I set this. Imagine Eurotypical Jesus, right? Like imagine a painting of Jesus from the 15th century, dick out, black socks. That's what I look like. Put a beanie on the motherfucker. That's me. I got a hat on, no pants. Yeah. Um, so I like E.T. Throughout this, at first I was like, E.T.'s like a little kid, like of his species. He got all curious and he went too far from the ship. And remember they do like their love vibe? Oh, when they glow. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so there's one E.T. homie that remains on the ship. And he's sitting up there, or they, this particular E.T. is chilling up on the ship. And like he comes out and he's like, hey! Hey, y'all. It's time to go home. Yeah. Like he's, you know, you know when you're at the bar and they turn the lights on? Well, I think they, I think they realized that there was people in the woods. Like there was, there was things coming for them. Yeah. We got a bail because those things are coming. And it seems like E.T. was just like out of range, you know? Oh yeah. Like he's too far from the car to get it to do the beep beep. You know what I'm saying? That's sad. (laughs) Cause all the other homies little hearts light up. Yeah. And the one guy's like, fuck off vibes. Like, you know how deers raise their tail or whatever? Right. The homie that stays on the ship was like, we got to bounce. Cheese at the fuzz. Right. right. And I guess his cell phone was too far out of range. (laughs) So he gets the message too late and all the little ET noises. Yes. He's just a pug. He's like a pug that's lost. He's like, (laughs) I love, um, I love all of the opening shots through all of this scene where they seem like throwaway shots if they weren't like done so perfectly mm-hmm. of like the car exhaust running 
yep. the keys on the guy's belt, like all this stuff belts. that it, nobody's speaking. It's all all of the adult characters you see in this movie until you meet his mom are in silhouette. You never see a face. Furthermore, I love the the device of the keys. I, oh, I love oh, when yeah. Steven Spielberg locks in on an establishing thing. It's not like a um, a Indiana Jones. It's this one. Oh, yeah. It's this one. It's not one of those, but it is like a. Um, it's not even a check. It's not the gun. You know, it's not that gun's going to go see the gun on the table. Somebody's right. getting shot. It's not right. like that. It is these. There, they could be ranchers, right? When they first arrive. You can't because they show up in pickup trucks, blue jeans. He's got his keys. I carry my keys on the back here. He carries them in the front. He has a whole. He has a little leather holster. Yeah, he has a leather holster. This is common. Like a lot of people do this with their uh, pocket watch or something. It's right. like a little home for the keys to land on, so it's not smacking around on your dick. But he's constantly makes key noise. Yeah, this is an incredible choice because then remember when Elliot goes to see the Elliot's, crash site there. Yes, he's trying to find. We don't this. get a close up. We don't get a a, a, a a Spielberg zoom of those keys again, but you hear him. Oh yeah, you when hear his when keys Elliot, off the distance when Elliot comes out from behind that tree. Yeah, yeah, that's sees. that guy. I think the character's name is just Keys. The Keys man is awesome because the movie when they're first um, when the ship homie is like cheese at the fuzz. You're kind of like these seem like ranchers or forest guy, maybe loggers that are nearby. They're driving pickup trucks. Right. They all got blue jeans on and like Carhartt vests and and and, and uh, flannel. They just feel like but, nondescript evil. But they never show. This is what I love about it. They don't show any of these dudes' faces. Even when you're now okay, these are the government. They never ever show any of their faces until. Remember when ET's sick and then they they become good. They want to help him. They're yeah. not gonna. You know what I mean? They're not being mean to the family. They're not going to, you know, steal. They're not doing what they would do, which was just take the alien some indisclosed place and cut him open. <laughs> and then your house is also no longer yours. He's like, this is like, that's the best part is when Key's like, you did a good job, Elliot. Yeah, I'm glad he found I'm you I'm glad first. you found him and not us. Yeah. Like, and he's like, this is the best day. I've been waiting for this day since I was 10 years old. Right. Spielberg. They make it seem like he's bad seed, and you don't see his face. You don't see any, you maybe see like silhouettes of them. There Until is so that- much fucking fog being pumped into this movie, and I'm not making fun. More. Yes. Like, it is, it is like we were just talking about. It is a, um, There's a when he's, are you afraid of the dark level amount of fun? When he's doing the dishes after dinner, there's a comical amount of steam coming from the sink when he's washing the, there's like, it's scolding there's his like yeah. steam in the, uh, there's like fog coming out of like around the tool shed just to make like the the lighting, which is also insane lighting for a fucking shed. It's so good. But it all What's looks in incredible. that? What's in the shed illuminating that? Who cares? Uh, yeah. Also, why the is the backyard there? Fake. Yeah. Why is it surrounded with corn? I don't care. Where's the corn Fuck from? You. This is California. Eat shit. That's where. <laughs> That's where, That's where eat it came shit. from. We got corn because here. it looks incredible down here in Southern California. You need a scene where he walks into the corn and sees ET. This is also this is the neighborhood where they forgot to move the bodies. Oh, yeah. Like they moved the headstones. They didn't move the bodies. Yes, and they built Stone Cold's hometown. Stone Cold ET's hometown. Yes. Um. So yeah, little homie, he's out on an expedition. They bail because they got to. 
and now we know that somebody's after Stone Cold E.T. Well, essentially, them when when the ship flies off and they're chasing him, they essentially chase him right to Elliot's backyard mm-hmm. because the first encounter, right, is Elliot coming coming back to the house with the pizza. Yeah, so Elliot... Um, oh, I want pizza. Oh, Big Mike, me too. Yo, Big Mike is having a party. Yes. Yo. They're just chuffing butts, playing My man fucking- Mike and his pals are all hanging out, having... And we talked about this while this happened. This whole scene... Uh, uh, listener, if you've ever been a um, 10 to 15-year-old boy, remember this feeling. That's what this card game is. I think they're playing like Dungeons and Dragons looks or like, some type of thing like, like that. It looks like some kind of... Bro, we did this. Tabletop they're, game like it, that. They're, their mom's letting them do SIGs in the house, which they shouldn't. They We've seem far house. too young to be doing SIGs. Absolutely. Also, you never actually see anyone smoking. It just, it it's looks, just on. It just looks like there's an ashtray sitting next to that one kid, and you see smoke. It could just be the mom smoking. No, I think the kid pulls the drag off the cigarette, doesn't Does he? he? I might have invented that in my head. But it's irrelevant. They are, I've been at this hangout, yeah. you know? And they get pizza. Fucking Who said his, you could his order little pizza? brother's like, you want to play? Or can I play? And he's like, yeah, do me a favor. You go outside and get the pizza, then you can play. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they weren't allowed to get pizza. They weren't supposed, nobody asked. It's not that they were even mad. Nobody asked. <laughs> the mom in this is so fucking good, man. Jesus uh, Christ. So that's the first E.T. encounter, is he's coming back to the yeah, house with he the pizza, to, yes, and sir. he hears the noise, and then <laughs> and then he and then he fucks the pizza up. Drops it. Yeah. Like a fucking amateur. I'm here to tell you, man, if I'm walking down the street with all the coffees for everybody, you could try and rob me, and I'm not dropping them coffees. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gonna, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, not good. the pizza. I'm not good at a lot of things. I'm not even good at being a server. Except for I will get the food there. It was like, um, I think it was like the second, it's the restaurant I uh, sometimes work in now. Uh, I think it was like my second day or something. Dropped a full pizza right on this chick's legs because it was summertime. So she's wearing, um, you know, like a skirt. Did she love that? Right in front of her family. She didn't scream or freak out or anything. You know, we weren't concerned that she was horribly burned or anything. Her dad wasn't furious. You know what I mean? So once that happens to you, you're like, I'd like to see someone take these fucking things from my... I could carry soup on my head. I'm good. No. When Alex was... I apologize so profusely. When it, yeah. <laughs> while they were rushing her to the, well, the, I, to, no, to the burn she wasn't, gel. She, she wasn't burned burned, <laughs> but her poor little legs were definitely red. Um, and they came in a million times afterwards. They were like a nice, I, her dad was definitely like, um, into XVX hardcore in like the nineties. Okay. You know what I mean? Like he's a bald and really good shape vegan guy. Okay. So he definitely went to like shelter shows in the nineties. You know what I mean? And he was like, for a guy with the FTW tattoo, you're, you're really being very, you know, apologetic about this. I've since covered that tattoo, but, but yeah. So many of my tattoos are cover-ups. But anyway, I dropped the whole pizza on this chick. And you learn your fucking lesson, man. I don't know why we're talking. Oh, yeah, he dropped the pizza. He didn't drop it on anyone's legs, which is good. But it did get smushed in the backyard. Fucked! In the dust! Not even like it remained in... Uh, actually, you know what? The guy who w- was discovering the pizza... I don't think it's Mike. I think it's Mike's pal. Yeah. He wasn't doing them any favors the way you open that box. Yeah, but when he does open it, you see that a bunch of the slices, the cheese stuck to the roof of the pizza box, and it's no longer... He could still salvage this. He drops it in the dust. Yeah. We're not eating dust pizza. They weren't even supposed to order that. I do like when all their friends are hanging out around the table, um, and he, like, sticks his finger out like he's going to touch his mom's butt. And and Mike's Mike's like, like, the fuck? Don't. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know? Yes. I remember being a young man. Uh, I, There's though, always one dickhead. All of the uh, kitchen stuff um, stands out in my memory strongly because it felt very real to me as a kid. Like, That's it what felt I'm saying. Like you're watching like an actual... Precisely, man. This seems like a home video of us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, um, it's the the... There's something with his movies where they're like whimsical mm-hmm. and some parts are almost like the, they almost have like the laws of cartoons but still feel grounded, grounded in, real- in reality. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's fucking insane. Because the movie you are looking through the eyes of Elliot or Michael. Right. You know what I mean? You are in between and he writes the movie for that where I love the way he shows divorce. I love the way he shows how families actually love each other. Right. There yeah, is, when he calls Mike penis breath. There is a way, and his mom laughs because laugh. it's funny as hell. Yes. It's funny as hell. I would laugh too. Penis I'm... breath? It's funny as hell. Um, it's also something a kid would say because he doesn't understand. He's not, he doesn't know that he's calling him a dick sucker. You know what I mean? Right. He's 10. He doesn't yeah. get that. Yeah. He just knows penis and breath is funny. Yes. Right? Or maybe Mike said it. Mike probably gets the joke, but like Mike probably called him. Mike's that older one. brother energy is like as good as um, Randy's little brother energy. You oh, know yeah. that conversation where fucking poor Elliot standing in his underpants, he's just got deloused and he's telling Mike the plan on how they're going to escape and stuff. They're oh, talking yeah. to each other. Yeah, that's brothers, homie. Right. Doesn't matter. You're standing there in your skivvies. This is my brother. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're talking. I, all three a plan. of the kids are great together. Well, Mike's response to seeing the alien is the best in the movie. Yeah. He's not upset. He's like awestruck. And baby girl is losing her fucking mo- Understandably, there's yeah. a monster. Yeah. It's a literal monster. Yeah. So he's just like holding his mouth, her mouth, not hard. Not like he's hurting her. No, just it's muffling the scream. Oh, and on his face, looking at like, and they're sitting in the closet together because he knows he can't make a peep because mom will find out about the fucking alien in here. So he's like a G just sitting there like completely <laughs> awestruck by the fact they're meeting an alien. Yeah. Steven Spielberg, I think, understands family like we were talking about. Yeah. It's like he's felt love. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then that's the answer to this movie is love. Love. It makes sense because it really got to me. And I don't know about you. When his mom, they're sitting at the table and finally, we, we, we stopped the film after this and talked about how nobody came in, not one dickhead, like her brother shows up and was like, you know, well, since your divorce, the kids have been kind of upset. Right. They never show a man. Right. The whole family's having dinner. She comes home from work. We got all, the, all this set up. And then they talk about, well, you got to call your father and tell him. So now we know they're separated, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Elliot is like not thinking. He's like, well, I can't fucking call him because he's in Mexico with Julie. Right. And we all find out because Mike, number one big brother, number one son of a mother of divorce, was like, what did I fucking tell you? He looks Elliot? at him and he goes, I'm going to kill I'm gonna you. I'm going to fucking kill you. What did you say? What? It, because this leads us to believe that the, all the kids are aware of where daddy is. He's with Julie in Mexico. And Michael was like, 
fellas. Just don't. We ain't say telling this. mom. Yeah, about don't say this. This, this will bum her out. Yeah. Right. Which it does. Good call, Mike. It's like he knows his mother. He literally was like, "What did I fucking say to you?" I'm gonna kill you. And Elliot's like, "Oh, because he's upset about the alien and all this other shit that's going on in his life." Oh yeah, like he's interacting. He didn't with mean an, to upset he, his mother. He's interacted with an extraterrestrial. He's, so. he's, he's got a lot going on on his plate right now. You know, so he, he forgot. It he's slipped got, his mind. He, he spilled the beans and he didn't mean to. And you can tell that he didn't mean to. And um, mom's upset, but she does like the excuse me. And no, like you learn off. you learn a lot in that scene without people saying anything. There's no exposition, dumb. Nobody yeah. says anything. They have a human conversation, a human interaction. Nobody told me Mike knew. Nobody told me Mike knew. He did. Yeah. The scene told me by being like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm, kill you." He his shocked eyes where he's like, "What did we talk about?" I invented them having a little powwow in one of their rooms where they're like, "Okay, we can't tell mom." Right. Because this will upset her. Yeah. But that happened. Yeah. Steve made me think that. Yeah. It's like, you know, when violence happens off screen. Yeah. And it's worse. Yeah. <laughs> like. He works so well with kids. Oh, it's my crazy. God. And whoever, and I want to double check this. We should double check this before the break. Um, I wonder if this is a, a Feinberg casting joint. I think it is. I think. It's got to be. I think it was on the. Um, this woman might be the finest caster in on the, all uh, time. the end credits. I think when like the crawl was happening, nobody we, could like, have been Elliot. Left the room and then came back in. It was, I think I saw. I when we started this, I was like, I wonder if this will be a. I think it's Jane Feinberg. Is her name something Feinberg joint? It's a gal. Oh yeah, and she did like all everything. We looked one day and it was like all movie, just everything. Yes, and. Everything that ever was casted. The minute Drew, tiny Drew Barrymore shows up on screen. Oh, when she's, uh, when she's, um, repeating the phrases that Mike's saying at, at dinner. I would have given this kid anything. My wallet, keys. People did. They gave her a lot of cocaine. No, that's my problem. That's what I was going to say is just like, she's so good. Not only at being a very cute little gal, she's very good at acting. Right. It is wild. She's meeting a fucking alien. You know, she does fantastic. She literally steals the show. Yeah. And then they fucking gave her all that cocaine, man. <laughs> She's okay now, though. Yeah, she is. Doesn't she have a daytime TV show? I hope so. She's no, a- she did something recently, but then apologized. Oh, I think no. she crossed the picket line or something stupid. Oh, during the strike? Yeah, something stupid. Not like she, like, you know, <laughs> shot a baby or anything. Um, you know. Or you know. came out against being poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they can't say that out loud. They just have to, you know. <sighs> we have gestures vaguely we, at society. We, we, we infer it through actions. Yes, yes. yes. There's no exposition it's, dump. It's, it's exactly like Steven Spielberg. It's conveyed to us very clearly on a daily, by moment by moment basis, that they in fact do not care about poor people. There's um, there is a scene in this where I think in. I could I could see somebody complaining about it, but I think in anyone else's hands, it is done wrong. But where you're realizing for the first time that ET has imprinted, like they're they're connected. Yeah. And Elliot's at school and ET's home getting hammered watching TV. Yep. And after uh, this is also where we learn that E.T. stands for uh, eco-terrorist. Oh, my God. And when he starts freeing all the frogs. Bro. 
he does this thing where he literally screams they, animal liberation. <laughs> where they <laughs> where they cut to E.T. at home watching the movie. Yeah. And then they cut to a Oh, he's having a couple beers simmer, hanging sausage too, by the way. There's a similar blocked shot of the girl running out of the classroom. And then it's the similar block shot of the movie E.T.'s watching where the woman's running out of the doorway. Mm-hmm. And it keeps cutting back and forth between Elliot, like, doing the exact same moves. Yeah, it gives wh- her a smooch, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I could see somebody complaining about it, but I love it. And I think if anyone else does that, it's terrible. I got to tell you right now, you're, yeah, bro, this is why you're captain of the ship. This kind of this kind of intellect and your list taking are why you're in charge of this organization. I, I you're CEO of Pod. I especially love Duh. Pod. God damn it! <laughs> I especially love that he uh, he like brings that kid over on the ground so he can stand on his back. That is so. So he's tall enough to funny. kiss her. It's all the most Steven Spielberg shit. He's too short to kiss her. Steven Spielberg. He's got to stand on this little dude. It's, and, then, is, and then it's her. It's cutting back and forth to like an old black and white film. And they show her. Just, it's she, a shot from the ground. She kicks her little shoe out. And you <laughs> see Elliot being taken to the principal. And then the next thing you hear about Elliot is his mom answering the phone and being like, what do you mean he's intoxicated? Yeah. <laughs> so they think Elliot is drunk at school, freed all the frogs, and then kisses this girl. Awesome. And they're like, you need to get out of here. This, I feel like Elliot was did the coolest things ever. <laughs> You're right, though. If anyone else made this scene, they wouldn't have pulled it off. Because, like, when I watched it's it happen, a lot. when I watched it happen, I'm like, nothing problematic's happening. But, but after you just explaining it to me, I'm like, hold on, wait. But when it's cutting back <laughs> wait, 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 and wait, forth wait. between yeah. the movie, he's he's also in the '80s. Kids got drunk sometimes. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. This is also it's boys being boys. Where the movie gets very like. Three Stoogie cartoony, where All like, of his films. You're where so she, right. even Indiana Jones is yaggedy, yaggedy, yaggedy. Where she's <laughs> like, she'll turn and go into the fridge while ET walks behind her, so and then she talking. like yes. goes to the table and he goes back. It's all like a I, cartoon. I think that this scene is my favorite scene in the entire movie it's because so this is also where. Uh, <laughs> Where tiny Drew Barrymore teaches this creature how to read. Mm-hmm. She doesn't do shit, but she's so proud of herself. <laughs> so funny. He, he talks now. I taught him. Fuck yeah, dude. Steve. Come on, man. But yes, this whole scene of them, it is a um a Benny Hill. It is a Three Stooges. It is a um he's he's in his robe. Deli meat displayed. <laughs> yeah. He is literally buffalo billing around the house. Would you fuck me? I'd fu- Imagine a penguin, but buffalo bill. And he not only chugs the Coors Light, yeah. he then crushes yes, the can. he has to. He knows. Stone Cold. He Stone knows. Cold. He literally pops two butt heavies, pours them all over himself. Stone Cold fucking stunners Vince McMahon. Oh, it's God. crazy, man. The comedy all still plays well. He keeps sneaking by mom. Mom can't notice him, but she like finds the beer can and then that's the phone call. Yeah. And she's like holding a beer can. And you know what really pissed me off about this? She is holding a Coors Banquet beer can in her house. They're in her refrigerator. She picks up the empty Coors, picks it up and holds it to her nose and goes, is there alcohol in this? What? What? What happened here? What happened here? 
May- Who dropped the ball on this? Why would she smell it? Yes, it's booze. It says it on the sign. Was she was she smelling it to see if one of Mike's friends put a cigarette out in the empty? No, she wanted to make sure she could kill it. <laughs> yeah. She didn't want to drink the, the spitter. You know what I mean? So yeah. she, she had to make sure. Oh, that's disgusting. You ever do that? So more times than I would like to admit, I've felt you, you, the beer's not right. And then you, it, the, uh, what happens is, is eventually, um, the filter makes it to your touches mouth. your lips. And that's when you realize what you've done. I'm drinking out of an ashtray. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh God. Well, it can kill you. It's one of those things that's probably not going to kill you, but you will, you might puke. Right? <laughs> that you you know what I mean? Will puke. You might puke. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not smoker, you're puking. Yeah. I imagine. Oh, yeah. Even a little bit of tobacco you got like it. that, you puke. Yeah, because remember when you swallowed the spitter and puked in your car? What? You When you worked at the garage? At the, at oh, the no, cigar no, shop? that was... The, I swall- oh, it was yeah, Red I Man see- Chewing Tobacco, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I swallowed the chew Yeah, you spit. didn't drink the spitter. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I've, I've heard of people drinking the spitter. That's worse. No, I would rather drink a warm Mickey's Grenade. That has two cigarettes in the bottom. One of uh, <clears throat> one of the kids I went to high school with and drank this. Uh, no, no. Um, oh God! Oh, you ever spilled a spitter in somebody's truck or something? That's why you don't hang out with rednecks. No, he spilled it in class, which is wild to me that they just let children under the age of eighteen just dip in high school. They didn't let. <laughs> they didn't let us smoke cigarettes in the bathroom. Yeah, but he's. He's walking around with a fucking 20-ounce soda bottle that he's been spitting in, like, for three classes. And he kicked it over, and one of the girls puked. I would. I would absolutely hurl. It's foul. You think the bong smells bad spit kicked over? No. I felt so bad. God almighty. The janitor had to go in there and clean that. Did you ever, um... Did you ever watch like a movie as a kid or TV shows, anything like that? Um, and you were just incredibly jealous of the kids' bedrooms. Oh my god, yeah. The because McAllister I had like house. a little shitty bedroom yeah, me in too. like a small ranch house. Yep. And it didn't have much space. So I'm when so I was triggered see, by this, yes. <laughs> when yes. I would see these movies, like even Elliot's room, he has so his cool. own he has a bunk bed. So cool. For he who? has like that whole area where it's like a it's he's got a huge table in his room where he's Their got all his shit. Connect the two rooms. Oh, I love rooms like that. Yeah, where they have closets like the, connect the rooms yeah. for the kids. But this is it's one of those like I was watching this last night and I got that feeling of when I was a kid like watching TV or movies or something and like seeing another kid's bedroom and being like, yeah, damn, I want that bedroom. You know when they're hanging out uh, in Home Alone, you know the kitchen they're at. I always remember being like, man, I wish I lived in this house. Yeah. You know where he spills the milk? Maybe that's why movies were such a great escape for me as a child. (laughs) Oh, I loved pretending I wasn't poor. You know what's funny? It's like I would finally get my room right, and then we'd have to move. I'm so triggered. I don't... Uh, this feels worse than when we brought up those kids shooting themselves. You know what I mean? Like, this feels worse for me than that. Anyway, back to delightful Stone Cold E.T. Yeah, no, that I really was wish w- their house was beautiful. Oh, that was one of the things. The, like, seeing Elliot's room when he, like, lures him in with the Reese's Pieces. Also, oh, Reese's, Reese's pieces. pieces were so much bigger than... Yeah. See the size... Oh, those fucking things are like the size of peanut M&M's now. It's a perfect candy, too, because it won't get all over E.T.'s little, little paws there. Does he have paws? He has hands. How many fingers does he have? Three. Four? Three. Four? 
Feels like three. And then the long boy. Oh, I guess he's that, got four, yeah. With the glow with the glow. The long, the long boy for healing, for <laughs> safety and love. <laughs> so is he a scientist or is he just love? I think I think he's a plant being who radiates love. Felia. Fell yeah? Hell yeah. That's fuck yeah and hell yeah at the same time. TM. Hell <laughs> yeah, dude. Um <laughs> He does. That is a failure moment. He like does, I he would, does. like if, if if I met a plant person who radiated love. Hell yeah, dude. Oh <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'd be so excited. I'd be like, can you grow me weed? <laughs> 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 so ET's made of weed. That's awesome. Um oh, I love when he learns to talk. I love that whole scene where he's hiding behind the TV. Um I love how much things scare ET. And the, he just yells the and they show his little it. teeth in there. <laughs> when, he when he does this, his, when he runs he, he chases, in. He chases that child. He raises both hands like Kermit the Frog. And he fucking, oh my God. It's so good. It's oh, so good. Man. Yeah, because they're running from mom. And and, and Mike and Tiny Drew, Mar- Drew, Drew Barrymore. It is like a Benny Hill. They, they go by like, ah. Yeah. And he's like, ah. With his fucking arms up. I love him. <laughs> I also I love, love his weird naked body. Did he have clothes on him? No. I love that she dresses, she dresses him, up. him up. And also, I think uh, one of the things I saw was that um, Drew Barrymore ad libbed the I don't like his feet line. I think it had something to do more with like the puppet itself. Yeah. And I was. I think uh, it was a little girl that played ET. Oh, there was. It was an animatronic puppet, but then there was scenes where it had to move. Yeah, where, when they were going trick or treating and shit. Where one. That whole scene is so endearing. Anyway, one scene is a kid who had no legs and and could walk on his hands. Wild. And then the other one was a two foot ten stunt man. Hell yeah! That guy probably rocked. That guy definitely fucks. Um, <laughs> he's drunk. Um, no, that's another thing. We got to stop doing that. Um, you know, people talk about uh, like Wizard of Oz, Wizard of Oz, and they'll be like, all the little people were drunk molesters. And it's like, no, no. Yeah, that little people like- are just you, but littler, man. They're not like inclined to be drunk and handsy because they're shorter. What the fuck, man? I mean, I am for being shorter. Well, that's because you're Italian. That's different, man. To be drunk and handsy. Yeah. Listen, it's like I said, man, I can't drink anymore or I'll go outside and fight a cop. It's because it's I was raised, you know? And if I had a wife, we'd have 13 kids. Yes. That's why I don't have one. You'd be a cop fighting drunk who had 13 Yes. Yes. And my teeth would be stained with red wine. Yeah, bought it a boopy. <laughs> oh, you got Scottish in there, too, so you might be doing some fist fighting. Well, um, that's, that's true. What was I going to say? Um, no, the, by the way, the, oh, that's racist and wrong, and we don't mean it. Uh, <laughs> no, I hate Italians. <laughs> they are loud. Um, anyway, so Steven Spielberg endears us with a... Um, a wonderful vision of a family, um, you know, we keep getting really great representations of being in a family of divorce, yeah. right? We got it in Little Giants and I love that in Little Giants, it was single dad, gal, 
Um, and I love in this movie that, I mean, she's got the little gal, but she's got two boys. She's got to figure this out. Yes. On their own. And Mike's getting to the age where he can be helpful. You know what I and mean? He, and he does seem like he's trying what to- What a do- good son. They, they- um, Except for, remember when he's driving around the fucking car? The family dynamic, it's it's never the like, I hate my little- They they all chill together. She she comes out of her room. She's like, I'm going to play in Elliot's room. <laughs> because there's I'm an alien in there. I'm going to play in Elliot's room. But it's yeah. the thing is, like the three siblings- She's even like, well, don't, you know, don't let them annoy you. You know, but th- that's the thing is that the they f- feel like an actual like they he's feel- always roasting Elliot. But yeah. that's his little brother, dude. Yeah, absolutely. he's always talking shit. He even when, remember when he sees ET, he's like, "What's all this shit?" <laughs> she dresses ET up. What is all this? <laughs> I love shit? That. What is all this shit? Well, I like when he's like, "Remember the gob- goblin?" And he's like, "Yeah, I do." And he does like the hand coming from my outside. Dad, my dad used Such to do a that funny to me bit. all the time. Such a fun when you're leaning in the door and you pre- you use your own hand to pretend to be he, somebody else. He would do it from the end of the hallway. So funny. And I'd look down the hallway and he'd like drag himself into his bedroom with the uh, yeah, yeah. It's funny. He'd grab him by the top of the head. Uh, pull- that one's good because you can pull your eyes back, so it looks really funny. That's so good. But yeah, he's 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 like he's like yeah, Elliot, show me your fucking stupid thing. Let me see. And then he shows him, and he's like, what the. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he has an existential crisis. He literally was like, "God's not real." <laughs> Do you think Steven Spielberg sits down and he's like, "I'm gonna make one of the greatest movies ever made"? When he like gets ready to make a movie, do you think he has that kind of energy when he goes into? I've often thought this about, um, you know, because of musical background. I've often thought that there are times where somebody writes a lick. You're just or, in the pocket. And like you just you're in the studio and you had written the song maybe last week, maybe the day before, maybe six months ago. But you're listening back for the first time. And I know there are people that were like, oh, fuck, we made a hit. Yeah, right. Because you're in the studio. And it's bad. I guess you're just what I need. Like you hear this song come back. No one's ever heard this song before. <laughs> right. It's you. Everybody's got the cans on and you hear this and you go, I think we're going to make a million dollars. You know what I mean? There's yeah. some things that were formula, like all of Britney Spears career, a bunch of guys sat around and were like, how can we make a million dollars? Right. Right. But then there's certain tracks that have come out that are just like, they go, oh, oops. We wrote a hit. Oops, we did it. I think Steven Spielberg has a strong vision. I think at this point in his career, he's like, I know a little something about making movies. You know, I know he was probably pretty proud of himself, right? He seems to be. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But I definitely think this is the kind of film where maybe he was in, you know, watching daily or in editing or something. There's definitely, I'm sure Steven Spielberg is sitting in the room and they wrap a shot and he goes, I'm a genius, (laughs) right? You know what I mean? Like where where the actors give him such a good performance and the lighting's so good where he's like, this is going to be the pivotal key moment of my film. But I definitely think somebody is good. It's like um, your hero. Um, Not your hero, but you're a, uh, what's his name, Stan? Um, Tom Cruise. No, we'll we'll get to that. Don't even bring that the fuck up. We're going to have to dedicate a month to that. A month of in defense of... Of a guy I don't understand. He's not even a human fucking being, dog. Uh, anyway, anyway, we'll get to that. But no, I'm talking about, um, I don't remember what I was talking about. 
somebody that I stand. Oh, um, 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 he, Nolan. remember Nolan? Exactly. Yeah. You know, when they crashed that entire plane, he definitely was like, I'm a real motherfucker, huh? It's it, not uh, only does he I did that. Look, not we got only does the he shot cla- crash a real plane into a real hangar. Yeah. It's dumping pallets of gold bars out of the belly Dude, of he's the just plane, giving the middle finger as it's happening. <laughs> right? <laughs> this is the kind of stuff where you got to look. He probably got a little hard. You know it's, what I mean? Not like a like, boner, but <laughs> it's like the most excessive scene I've ever seen in a it's, movie, and, and I love it. It's awesome. He's doing it on purpose. But yes, I honestly think there's part. There's probably times where Steven Spielberg goes, "I really am the goat." You know, um, well, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting too having watched, uh, Raiders for the first time in a long time. And then this, like, he's just so good at moving the camera and lighting scenes and like just everything. Everything. It looks incredible. The blocking, the lighting, costume. A lot of this is just happening like in a kid's bedroom. I just love. It looks fucking incredible. The, The production design, like the. How they set Elliot's room up. It looks like a lived in lived bedroom. In, real. Yeah. Like they just filled it. Even his fucking, um, even his stupid fucking Star Wars references are tasteful. Oh, yeah. Like he, he you know, the Yoda joke is very good. <laughs> very oh. good. Very good joke. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but even earlier than that, he's like, that's Greedo. And yeah, I'm like, a, okay. It's also very... And then he lists like four or five other motherfuckers. And then he was like, that's Lando Calrissian. And I like that because he chose two really weird Star Wars characters to pick. <laughs> Greedo and Lando Calrissian. I think that's a cool choice. Well, Like I, you and I both know who those are, but he wasn't I like, also, this is Princess Lane. I also had those action figures. Yeah. You so had Greedo? Yeah, I had a... Hell oh, yeah, like Greedo that. rocks. I used to make movies. I would make cardboard sets and put my action figures in the cardboard sets and then I had the scores to Star Wars on CD and I would play them in film scenes. See now, <laughs> I think this is really cool. But I also know that other people might hear this and think that's a nerd. <laughs> and they're they're right, but I think this is this is that's creative. Look, man, most of the stuff we do and consider our lives is nonsense. Yeah. It's yeah. nonsense. Yeah. Human beings are human because we write shit down, we paint little pictures, sing nice songs, write cool poetry, make goofy little movies. All right. You know? And it's there's lots of art that ain't any good. I would consider whatever the fuck Logan Paul is as art. It pains me to say this. It's manipulative capitalist nonsense Do you art. know he's a wrestler? Don't care. Don't want to know anything more about him. You let me know when he's passed away. <laughs> but with that said, what Just he makes- a line to the shoot me a, Yeah, shoot me a text when, uh, when I can finally celebrate. Um, but what I'm saying is like Joe Rogan's art. Um, you know what I'm saying? And, oh, right. And, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. consider driving them stupid fucking race cars around more human- than showing up at work. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like, we don't got to be doing that, but like, let them do it. Let them enjoy their yes. F1s or whatever the fuck it is. I'm just trying to say like, um, I don't know. Um, it's our dog. You know what? I bet you, I bet you the, when he sees the bike going across the moon with Elliot and E.T., mm-hmm. that's probably one of those moments where he's like, 
I've, I've done it. Vision completed. <laughs> yeah. Specifically, do you think that a lot of the iconic shots are something that he had thought about earlier? You know, like it's six months before this and he's taking a dump. And he's like, so then Elliot will cross in front of the sun or the moon there on the bike. We'll get the nice silhouette I f- shot. I feel like that's too iconic of a shot to not have planned for. Yeah, to not. It's not my favorite shot in the film. No. My no, favorite shot that- in the film is uh, when they pan to the, the stuffed animals and E.T. is smart enough to realize yeah. he needs to put on a disguise. And he just is completely dead still. I think that's when I was like, maybe E.T. is a full grown E.T., I like that you made the joke where he's like, they're talking. She's like, be good. And you're like, I'm I'm 400 years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's literally, he's like, yes, human child. I will be good. Where's your president? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, my man's yeah. like, I was born before Neanderthals work this pla- walk this planet. You know, I met the Egyptian pharaoh. You know what I mean? He's been coming. He's been visiting. Yeah. And she's like, be good, E.T. And he's like, yes, human child. Now my neck is long. Now my leg is short. I'm not sure of the rules of this, but sometimes I get a long neck. It seemed like he did it when he was comfortable. I think so, yeah. That's what I thought was weird. Like, he, well, that makes sense. He, like, shrinks in when he's scared. Yeah. He's a little joke. He can't, he can't expose his vitals. No, his neck's long and really easy to chop like yes. a fucking in Dreamscape. Dreamscape, excuse me. I knew it was one of them fucking films. The Snake Man? Yeah, Snake yeah, Man. Yeah, the Snake Man. Yeah, that Dreamscape. exposes his neck. He's like, cut here. Right here. It's got like a line. Like that tattoo. Cut here. You know? Anyway, you want to take a break real quick? Yes, absolutely. All right, we will be right back Everybody. on the Hollywood Hodge Pod. And we're back. Excellent. Uh, so, I have to mention the fucking John Williams score. Oh my god, you were into it right when we started. I love the minute he kicked off. I, you were like, oh, I'm in. I also like in my spare time when I'm doing things, listen to movie scores. Of like you do. Like yes. I, I love movies. You've, listen, you've never told me this, <laughs> but you but just everything this. I know about you. Like I assume sometimes you're vacuuming, and it's like. <laughs> This. <laughs> His name's Connie. He mops the floor, the floor. That's what you're doing, dude. Yeah. But it's the choices where, like, he has this like beautiful orchestral score and Elliot's just like riding his bike. You literally, this kid's riding a bike up a hill, and you go, beautiful orchestral score for a child riding a bike. Literally was. It was like, it was like TIE fighters were coming. Yes. And he was just cruising. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing. Because kids take shit like this, this serious. But that's the thing about his scores is that they, they sound like a John Williams score. Like it's, you hear this and you're like, oh, I know who made this music. Yeah. It's, it, especially because how does he... I don't understand how he's made so many like iconic s- score stings for all different kinds of characters. It's wild, man. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Did he write the. I believe that. Yeah, that's Hell all his yeah, music. All Star yeah. Wars is his music. Jesus Christ, man. Sometimes you're good at something. But he writes like stings for specific characters. Yeah. So it's like you have an iconic score, but then you also have. Stuff that is just for Darth Vader and, and just for E.T. Yeah, dude. And it, it, just for Indiana Jones. 
bro, it's insane. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, like, arguably that's more influential than like the Beatles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it sucks. I hate to say that. But like, there are more people's lives are affected by it. Dun, 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 That's probably dun, dun. true. You ever drive around listening to it? You feel evil. <laughs> you do. You're like, maybe I'll take over the universe. Dun, dun, dun. My name's Mike. I'm in the car. It's sick. Yeah, I always have my own lyrics to stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh um, it's but yeah you're right dude he really this is i mean it's like you were talking about before do you think he's got the whole orchestra there and he's like folks we have done it <laughs> this is the imperial crawl or whatever the fuck i think it is. i read something that um the end scene he, john williams was trying to write the final piece of the score for that end scene and it just wasn't working. Mm. So Spielberg told him, uh, conduct it how you would and then edited the movie to the score. No shit. Because it, I, I think he understood at that moment, like the, it, all, this score is very important here, like all the swelling of, of everything that's happening there, the triumphant end, like he understood that this needed to, I will edit to like, write this how you want to write it and then I will make the movie fit that's to so it. That's so fucking cool, man. And then John Williams won um, the Oscar for, the, for uh, best uh, score. How many Oscars does he have? Probably a few. I got to imagine. Got to have a few. He what just cool got guy. nominated again for what? Last year. What the hell is he doing? The Fablemans. Makes sense. <laughs> I they think, all have pals. But I think he's like 90 something years old. I think that was his last. Yeah. Like he's done making. How old Steve? 70s? 70s, right? Yeah, I figure he was in Hollywood in the 70s. My man loves a specific area of California. Yeah. He truly does. Yeah. There's like fucking pine trees. It gets I think kind he was, of cold in the winter. I think he was from the East Coast and then ended up in like Arizona. Yeah. And then California. It's so strange because it's like the area they are is very, you know what I mean? A specific area of California. Like it's LA, so sick. LA desert? No, because it's like the forests. Like right oh, oh that stuff. Mountains, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. We're ET's, um, you know, doing his. Homeboys? We're, yeah, we're ET. Did you notice? You know what I liked about ET's homies? The little dude that waits on the ship, he does little tippy taps. Oh. He goes like, where is everybody? What's everybody doing? Like Ellie does when I get, when I come here to visit. Yes. He's doing like, he looks like a penguin doing little rocking back and forth, <laughs> tapping his little feet. I don't like his feet. Um, no, yeah, the one little dude's like, come on, everyone. I'm anxious. <laughs> it's very cute. Yes. And they show up in a little egg. The, <laughs> the spaceship is a, is pretty cool. It's cool. And it reminds me of the one from... From um oh close encounters yes sir yeah, yeah. which I love that was the, another movie I loved I love watching that. yeah I, I love that movie too well yeah. you and I are both uh, fans of the old Richard Richard Dreyfus affair mm-hmm. we're yes. pals of that guy <laughs> absolutely yeah I like him uh, the the I think I said when we were watching this like when that like ominous van is just rolling down the road and they're um, conducting surveillance on u.s citizens like got to yeah what are you talking about 
Yeah, but we didn't even have the Patriot Act yet. Oh, yeah, no. That, <laughs> none just, of that like, really matters. Surveiling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is, like I mean... U.S. citizens. But mean, not just like, surveilling, like, they're, they're just listening to people's private conversations in their yeah. houses. Like, they not people talking on their phones. They're just, like, no, listening. just rolling around, seeing what's going on. <laughs> seeing what's going on. There are times where the uh, United States federal government, through one agency or another, tainted the water with hallucinogenic drugs in a specific town. Cool. Like, without telling anybody or, or doing anything like that. Cool. You don't... What, they can do whatever they want. You know, specifically, like, and we're learning this more with, like, disclosure, where there's, like, whole things that, like, are the military but aren't, so they're private, so they don't really have to account to anybody. They but can also, operate outside the bounds of... Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, they have all the power of the military but none of the accountability of it and more money than God himself. Cool. And they, you know, can kind of, like... And then there's, like, people you know that are, like, I bet you it's lizard people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's some guy you work with that's like, you think it's lizard people? And you're like, no, I think it's just really wealthy people doing everything in their power to ensure that they remain wealthy beyond your wildest dreams for the rest of their lives. You know what I mean? It's crazy. That's I always It's not think. lizards. You know what I'm saying? I don't even think E.T.'s here. Imagine E.T. showed up and was like, I'm weed. I think he's weed because you were saying he's plants that admit positive vibes. That re- yeah, they, they radiate, radiate love. love. Yeah. I think he's bot. Yeah, he's doobage, dude. He's purple sticky punch, man. Yeah. Far out ET. He's not so cold anymore. He's far out. It's far out ET. Yeah, he's got a headband on. The um I remembered the whole like quarantine in the house. Like maybe it's just because all I like remember from the scene is you're you're you know you're gonna kill him all like Elliot screaming and all that stuff yeah I don't I did not remember that they were like trying to keep him alive me neither I no thought I they, thought they were just I thought they were like oh we're gonna take yeah we're gonna him. take him and cut him open and see what makes no, his insides they tick. were like doing CPR and running MRIs on little homie yeah and we're like we gotta give him more juice he needs some milk and then you know and then even Keys being like I'm glad he found you first like all of this stuff yeah. I'm like I don't remember any of this so much of this movie stands out maybe it's just because this probably traumatized me as a kid like E.T. dying absolutely Absolutely. So I like block this really, out. They did it on purpose to hurt my ET. It <laughs> sucks when ET dies. It does. I was upset. And then you get like the the seed where Keys is like, "Would would you like some time alone with him?" And yeah. then he starts glowing again, and the and the plant starts growing. Hell yeah! It fucking rocks. And he's like, "Elliot, stay." Like, what was he doing in there? What happened to ET? I don't know. Well, how yeah, was what, he better? What killed him? Maybe his ship got close. Oh, I mean, that's why his chest was glowing. That's for because sure. Because his people were here. That's cute. Was it Elliot's love? I think it's Elliot's love that brought him back. I'd go with that. For your love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. I don't know, but little homie came back with a vengeance, too, remember? Yeah. He wasn't wa- as fucked up when he came back. He was like, hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> and he got on a skateboard and rode away with his I little love- feet. I love the whole chase scene, especially when uh, Elliot's figuring out how to like shed the tube that's on the back of oh, the. Oh, what a great scene! He's like doing it over time, and the guy's like, "No, no, 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 no. put that pin back. Let's, uh, let's not." <laughs> yes, it was cartoony as shit. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I also like that they show uh, Big Mike um, 
he's fucking around in the car. Oh yeah. And this upset was funny. It's like a lot of these movies we're watching, like kicking some, like I'm nobody's parent at all. But I keep having some like weird part of my psyche be kicked in where I watch this kid come and I'm like, are you driving the car? You're driving the car. You're, you're going to hit the wall with the car that you're, you ain't supposed to be driving. You don't have a driver's license. This is my car I pay for. It was an Audi. I'm upset. It was an Audi. So I'm like, I didn't even know you could get Audis in 1982. If this was 10 years ago, I'd be like, fuck yeah, kids, steal the car. But now I'm like, no. Mom's got to pay for that. And you get the payoff. He's having such a hard time meeting new guys, dude. You get the payoff uh, when he's in the van, too, where where he's like, like, I've never driven forward. Because he keeps trying to back down the driveway, (laughs) which I, I feel like that is such a like, Somebody tells you, hey, go try and back down the driveway. That's fun. You're like, right. you know. Like when I was a kid 13, and, we'd, 15 years and old. we'd turn yeah. on, well, um, I was a child. I would like stand on the driver's seat and drive from midstreams down to my house. Hell yeah. See, my dad did closed, closed circuit. So, oh, no. So there's oh, a. Oh, I think uh, we talked about this. You know the airplane, the airport in Lakewood? It's like a tiny airport. Yes. Um, right across the way there, there's now like a professional building, but I think it was like a gigantic bank or some shit. Okay. And anyway, it was closed. You know what I mean? On, on the weekend or some shit like that. And yeah. he brought me there in the Toyota and he, I steered it. Yeah. I steered And he operated the pedal. Yeah. He drove it. Yeah. And then the cops came one time. And shot cops, you. No, cops thought it was funny. Oh. No, we're white. They didn't shoot us. What a country. Anyway, um, oh, I'm so upset. I'm so the, upset. The, I'm surprised that no one tries to get on the ship with, with the ETs. I, I, you, you thought that Elliot was going to do a Richard Dreyfus and be like, just kiss my just ass. Deuces. Yeah. He does the, what's this one? Up yours. Yeah. He doesn't up yours into a middle finger. And then just gets on the, the yeah yeah flicks his I can't do it flicks his teeth at him yeah <laughs> it's just Bafangul yeah <laughs> just, oh yeah kiss my ass walking backwards you, onto the fuck ship you yeah. boom 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 <laughs> and one of the little ETs is firing an AK hell yeah <laughs> does ET tell him to come with him he does well he says come on ET. Why don't stay. you just stay and hang out? I'll take us. care of you. I'll take care of you. Like, I, homie, I almost died. He's like, you suck at taking care of me. How are your fish doing? How about you? Come you know, with the eight hundred years eight hundred year old alien with a spaceship was like, my man, look, I seen your fish. You're not taking care of me, homie. How about you come and be a plant on the ship? Yeah. And he's like, we're not doing that either. Yeah, but ET was like, you can come with me. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, and then he's like, oh, "What does he say? I'll always be here." He's like, "I'll always be here," and he doesn't even point at anything. He pointed at like his eyebrow. Strange. Why not his heart or his head? I imagine it should have been heart because well, he yeah, radiates be more, love. Yes, but I feel like it'd be cooler and more secular if he pointed at his little brain because that's where the <laughs> it's where love happens. Your heart pumps blood through your body and fuels love. It doesn't. It's nothing to do with love. Your brain does that. Yeah. Your heart is is indifferent to love. Well, I guess I yeah. guess ET could be pointing at his brain. He just has very little understanding Maybe he has of depth perception. He has very little understanding. He's of got human blue anatomy. Eyes. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like your brain's in here, right? Where's your brain? <laughs> where your mouth? Where the yeah. stuff comes out? That's where the that's brain where is, the brain right? is, right? Yeah, right. Mine's in my belly. See, <laughs> yeah. It's just they, that red thing. 
his heart. They do do that cool thing uh, when you see him wake back up and he's glowing and he's transparent and you see like the stuff pumping and moving around in there. So there's like multiple different things. Yeah, well, the stuff's kicking back (laughs) up. Oh my God, is this going to be like, um, you know how some ufologist type people now are like, well, greys are um, like biological robot type things, like they're drones. Do you know what I'm trying to say? A what? A lot of people are under the impression that, like, the gray aliens that visit the planet Earth are um, just, like, biological robots. Yeah, so they're not, like, a sentient, like, the race they're part of sent them to do this job. And they build things not with cogs and wheels and belts. They build them with organic matter. See. Okay. You know? So maybe ETs... I mean, I can make shit up all day long, too. Yeah, like, um... E.T. is organic matter. I think he's weed. I think he's weed, man. Yeah. He's got LSD blood and he's made of weed. No, I was not aware that 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 was a theory that they're just like, they're just like drones. I mean, whatever. Who gives a shit? Speculations for man. Shit to talk about. Poor man. The guy walked on water. It was crazy. Took his sandals (laughs) off, walked right across the pond. Everybody's seen him. Everybody's seen him. Nobody wanted to write it down or anything. Just this one guy, but yeah. Very cool. It's crazy, man. But yeah, that's how belief starts, man. You just say shit. I'm going to try that. It's crazy. Do you think... (laughs) It's the lizard people. Yeah. It is the lizard people. 100%. I feel like E.T. would help us fight the lizard people. Do you think? I I feel like... I mean, what kind of alien do you think he would be? Do you think he'd come down here and be like, I I can help you, uh, you know, make your planet a paradise? Like, E.T.? Yeah. Yes. He's like a, I feel like, especially with everything being involved with plants, I feel like he's, he's so like, like, I can reverse live, climate change. Yeah, like you live on a garden, I can help you. Yeah. He likes to heal things. Um, he heals Mother Earth. No, nah, we would have just like cut Like Captain Planet. Up. I like his tiny feet. She doesn't like him. I like him. I like, I like his weird noises. He sounds like a pug. Yes. And then finally he learns to talk. He does kind of look like a pug too. Yeah, he's buggy. And completely hairless. He is nude. I love that he just fucking, he's got the drapes open, man. Maybe he's not a, he, maybe he's just a. Oh, he could be nine, they could be nine binary. Or, or he's just a, a plant. So he has, he's just. Oh, he's hermaphroditic. Yeah, he's just. Chill, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That would be pretty fucking They don't cool. show any genitalia on E.T. That I think would be, he has nipples, though. That would be weird. I think if, he has nipples. If they showed genitalia but, in this, hanging in this movie. They showed, his, they showed E.T.'s little pussy. But, but, only, <laughs> but only in the scene when he's in the robe. <laughs> his pussy Chugging cores. Yeah. 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 No, his titties are out. I'm pretty sure the animal has nipples, which has implications. You know? That you can suckle on them. <laughs> That it's young do, but yes, yeah, you can suck them alien tits. <laughs> this has gone off the rails, man. I also well, all right. You you had this. You said this to me last night. Do you just consider this a great kids movie, or do you consider this a great movie? I think I I think it's both. It is a kids movie, vibe wise. Okay, yeah. I mean, it, 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 yeah. it's a Steven Spielberg's kids movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is for the I whole family. I guess also, too, like, the the main characters are, like, you are following the children. 
Remember with Poltergeist, I was like, this is a kid's horror movie. Right. This is a kid's alien movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not like it's no stakes. It's not like there's a ton of fart jokes. So it's not like a kid's movie. Right. You know right. what I mean? It's not. Um, well, I think literally anyone any age could turn this on bingo, and watch family it. movie. Yeah. Yeah. I kids guess that's movie a better. Is a, yes, family movie is a better way to describe this. Yeah, probably. It shows a positive but not perfect family. We need more of that. Yes. Like you know, reality. She's doing her best, dog. Yeah. And it sucks. because her good mom. Her husband's already seen somebody else. Her ex-husband's already seen somebody else. And you show her, like, trying to date. And I remember I said to you while we were watching this, like, it was a bummer because, like, my mom had to date for a little while before mm-hmm. she met um, my stepfather. Yeah. And there were always, like, either poor homie or poor my mom. You know what I right. mean? Like, and it was dating in your, like, 30s. That sucks. I know, man. That's why I don't do it. You know? It sucks. Yes. That's why I don't do it. So, like, I don't know. I, I think um, now I think they show her to be very capable and very sympathetic. In, in she's a, a good mom. She's good in a 1980s way. We parent different now. Yeah. You know, like, if your kid got drunk now, they would take your child away. You'd have no kid anymore. <laughs> but this is 1984, so, like, you come pick up your hammered kid. I think your kid's drunk. Elliot's, like, nine years old. Come get your they idiot. They would take the kid. Come get your yes, idiot. Yes, If your 10-year-old kid showed up to school loaded, they'd arrest the child. The police that work at the school now would arrest the child. The guy yeah. who's stationed in the hallway with a gun. Now, yeah. now, what if they gave him a breathalyzer and he just didn't have alcohol in his system? Mental institution. Right to the fucking. Or it was like head. it was like that guy that that he got pulled over and they gave him the breathalyzer and he and he failed the breathalyzer and he's like I swear to God I, I I've not drank at all. Oh, wasn't his gut making bread yeah. into booze or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. His his gut made, made them all boozy. That's sick, dude. <laughs> so his breathalyzer, some money, right, brother? <laughs> so his yeah. breathalyzer failed, but he wasn't drunk. Oh, he didn't feel the fucking symptoms. No, I think he just. Oh, bummer, dude. I think his gut was just... No, you don't even get to be loaded. I thought he was getting drunk on eating fucking hamburgers. That's no. sick. <laughs> yeah. No, because then he'd be like, okay, I do feel a little drunk. Why? Why am I drunk? Yeah, he was just out existing and a guy pulled him over. Bro, I he... fucking wish I'd walk around and get stoned. <laughs> and do all his work for it. No, I do like the ritual. Um, uh, now, do you think uh, E.T. stoned? What do you think he eats? Everything. But I mean, like, why does he end up dying? He's, he's just too far from his homeland vibes. Why does he have to go home? I, I think. I think <coughs> this is his pals. I know. I think the plants on that ship keep them alive. There's plants here. Yeah, but I think it's their plants. Oh, yeah. Maybe they imprint on each other. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah. Maybe that little flower wasn't enough to keep him alive. Maybe he needs all his uh, E.T. pals. All the life force. Oh, maybe that's why they carry all that around to keep the life force so that they can travel, get new plants. Yeah. I think they're weed. <laughs> Are you in on it yet? <laughs> no, I'm going to break you down. Um, now, do you think this should have been nominated for an Academy Award? I said last night, no. Really? I loved, let me say, I love the movie. You have a different idea in your head of what constitutes a, like an Academy Award worthy film? My, my, let's say my gut instinct is to say no because of the, what my arbitrary expectation of what 
an Academy Award winning movie is. But okay. this type of behavior I'm engaging in is kind of why there aren't any Oscar winning horror movies because they can't win a best picture at the Oscars. That's ridiculous. Um, I look at this and go, this is a fucking family movie. Is it one of the best films I've ever seen? Of course. Is it delightful? Yes. Should everybody see it? Of course. If you're teaching a fucking uh, lecture on American cinema, you ought to mention it. Great film. Right. But when I think Academy Award, I don't think this. I think something like fucking Goofy has Gandhi, which we haven't watched yet, but I'm sure I will regret saying this very thing we're saying right now. Where where it's just, it's a movie that you have to feel, you have to feel. You feel bad? Say, yeah, you have to feel bad. Some justice has to happen. But first, lots of bad things have so to happen. So much bad stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, it's a real right. bummer. Right? There's some white guy who saves the day, right? That's why it's kind of wild. See, this wild. is why I'm wrong for me to be like, because those types of biases are what make people be like, there's no white savior in this film. How am I supposed to relate to it? You know what I mean? Like, Well, it's wild to me that everything, everywhere, all at once, like, swept all of those awards. It's so fucking good. I think that should, but that also is a family movie, if you think about it. It's a little much for kids, but it's a family movie. It's a wild movie. It is a really good movie. I think if you if I watched it with my mom, there's parts that she'd be a little upset about, but she'd also be like, what a good movie. No, I think my mom would watch that and be like, what the fuck did I just watch? Really? <laughs> oh, I don't know anything, man. I, I don't think, think it's awesome. I don't think my fucking wiener fingers. And shit. Cool. <laughs> I don't think um, my mom, my mom would not be dead. <laughs> so, so my point is, maybe I'm being a little too hasty for my first instinct to be like, no, it's not Oscar worthy. It's a Steven no, Spielberg kid but movie. I understand where you're coming from with that. I think it's so asinine, though. And we forgot th- to mention this in the, um, and we'll bring it up on the wrap up episode. But uh, the witness that did like a bunch of uh, the international. Film festivals did really good. So Cannes or whatever. Can Can Film Festival? Con. Connie? Cons? Uh yes. Franche? I think I think missing won the Palme d'Or. So that's what I'm saying. Like that feels more like an Academy Award movie. No, it actually feels more like it would do really good at all. Oh, the like small, a European. Yeah. I usually know. Like it's a it's a selling point for me if a movie's like oh it did really well at Sundance and Cannes and all that stuff because I know it'll be some goofy art shit I like okay yeah you know what I mean I believe um, Richard Attenborough Ooh. who who did Lassie. Gandhi yeah oh uh, just went into the night assuming that E T was gonna win. Really? Yeah. He was like, well, I'm fucked. There's no way Gandhi's going to beat E.T. Oh, he saw Stone Cold E.T. and was like, uh-uh, well, I'm no. fucked. Oh, no. It's a wonderful film. I can't... That really made it seem like I don't like the film. That's no, no, I didn't you take it like saying? that at all. Yeah, no, you know no. Saying, right? There's movies There's movies I watch that I absolutely love but don't think are like... Because they... Like we're, like we're saying, they have like... I feel like Academy Award films have like a very specific feel to them where it it seems too delightful to be an that's Academy the thing award. and we lo- but we lucked out where i mean when we were picking these we were like man all these movies are real bummers <laughs> it's like what did we think we were getting into yeah you know that's true but the whole point of this titty is for us to see some like critically acclaimed films you know most of our titty bits we're going to watch a bunch of weird shit you know what I mean? Yes, like yeah. these movies have like a, stuff that four people. These movies seen. have like a New York Times write up. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right, right. Um, no, I, 
I don't, I don't know that I would say this, this would win for me mm-hmm. as much as I love it. So I'm on the same page as you. Like, even with it being nominated, like, I still wouldn't say, thinking about the movies that are in this year, like, I don't know, I think it's, I think it's a delightful family film that, like you said, everyone should see. But I don't, I don't know that. I appreciate that it was uh, recognized and nominated for Academy Award. I think it's awesome and justified. But you're right, the winning is, I don't know. I don't think I could give it to it. No. Like, it makes sense. It... I mean, during I am not this sh- film, you were like, Steven Spielberg really is such a good filmmaker. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want... Well, that's always to like, that's always the like joke it. when yeah. we watch Steven Spielberg movies where it's like, man, this guy knew how to make a movie, sure huh? Sure did, huh? <laughs> sure did, huh? But Steve, the, call us if you need anything. But, like, this isn't one of those where you're like... You sending where, him passenger pigeons and they never come back. I this, think he's eating them. This is one of those where... You know how there's certain ones where people... Certain awards where people will be like, this beat... You know, Forrest Gump beat Pulp Fiction. Mm. That to me, it's a travesty. It is, yeah. When you, when I hear, uh, like Gandhi won this year, I'm not surprised. I'm like, yeah, a three hour long biographical movie yeah. about Gandhi. Yeah. Yes, that's going to win an Academy an Award. I'm not attached to this. Yeah, I'm not shocked that like that ET didn't win. So yeah. like, I get where you're coming from. Like, I get that. Like. I, I it still think this would be down a threes in the eighties though. Man. I would, I would consider this an incredible, great movie that is a masterpiece, even if it wasn't awarded or nominated for an Academy Award. The whole cast is fabulous too. I love his mom. She's D, great. D Wallace. What's her name? D D Wallace. Really? And you said she was in um, The Hills Have Eyes, the original. Oh, okay. Which is a yeah, she is absolutely fantastic in this movie. She feels like a mom. She feels like she's a mom to these three kids. Those specific kids. Yeah. I want to say Elliot is very good. The keep getting really good uh, protagonists. The reading. Loved it. To Gertie and Ben. Oh, and when they were they do like a clap together. Shut up. It's perfect. That's so cute. It's perfect. Because that really feels like she's reading to her daughter for bedtime. That's when I'm like, E.T. knows that's her baby. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like such a like my mom's watching the movie. I'm like, E.T. knows that's a mom. Like I'm literally my mother. (laughs) Fucking break. Moms, no. Moms, no. Maybe E.T.'s a mommy. She's not. She could be. Maybe. Eggs? What do you think? Eggs? Osmosis. Oh, no. Uh, what's that thing? Um, budding. I they bet you it's, each I other. bet you it's budding. No, I think they come. You know? <laughs> they come buckets. I think they come buckets. <laughs> yeah, I think they do, though. Yeah, I think they do. Sex machine. <laughs> yes, notorious sex gross machine. Little, gross little penguin <laughs> lizard. Yeah, E.T. fucks. Everyone knows that. He's got a tatted on his stomach. E.T. fucks. Yeah. <laughs> just said, I fuck. I fuck. Yes, it does. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, that's what it says. It's awesome. Uh, that would um, be one of the first words he learned, though. Like, fuck. if I'm a kid and yeah. I meet an alien, I'm going to... It's like <sighs> trying to teach words? a parrot how to say fuck. What's the swear words? Oh, there's so much more than that. There's the implications of, yes, it's like a parrot. You go like, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. 
because the parrot will at an inappropriate time say the F word. This is funny. Um, but also, like, anytime I work with somebody who speaks a language uh, besides English, I'm like, how I say tits. Yeah, right. You know right. what I mean? And right. the guy's like, it's chi-chis. And I'm like, we say tits. And like, I was in Germany, and I was like, how you say pussy? And they're like, mushy. And I was like, mushy's better than pussy, right? But yeah, I'm going to have to find out how you say swears and shit. Right. You know what I mean? Well, I, I love... Um, Bafangul. You were talking about you know? that about that Chupa scene. Chupa me finger. It's <laughs> <laughs> Chupa me finger, I'm sorry. You were talking about that scene Suck where he's finger, showing but. him all of the action figures. Yeah. But he's doing it like... Like a child. It, yes. Mm-hmm. Where everything is coming at E.T. rapid fire. He's not teaching E.T. anything. No, he's it just, is, just it everything, is one of your nephews. Just whatever like, can gr- yes. he can grab. Yes. He's like, this is a shark. They eat fish. They do. <laughs> Like nothing eats sharks, yeah. and then he's he's going from one of the, the this is my action figure of this. You see it, my t-shirt? It's it, got Paw Patrol on it. Yeah. This one's named Steve. This one's named Cop right. Killer. This it, one, you know what I mean? Yeah. It is so well done. Yep. No, you're right. That kid rocks. He Elliot he really is. does spend 20 minutes like it's his friend coming over for a sleepover. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let me show you everything I got here. Yeah. This guy does this. These he are all this. of my prized possessions. Yeah. My action figures. This is Lando Calrissian, you know. Um, uh, the bunk bed makes me jealous. I always totally. wanted a bunk Whole bed as does. a kid. Yeah, yeah, and their neighborhood's great. Um, I thought the trick or treating scene was great. This has got. The, I mean, the whole town's out. So all the kids around. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Trick or treating. Yes. Yeah. I think there's just um, moms in a costume. Oh yeah. You like that? No. You don't? Are you upset? Yeah. Good. That's why I wouldn't get you. I want you to puke one time. Um, anyway, mom's in her little costume. I didn't wink for any reason. Um, and she, <laughs> the kids are doing a bamboozle there. You know, they're uh, they they got Stone Cold ET oh, wrapped that up. That whole like scene is delightful. Yeah, they when she little, takes the pictures of him, put a little Klansman outfit on him, and he's uh, and Gertie is a cowgirl. She gets to be a cowgirl after she's the ghost, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So Gertie has got her ghost outfit on over her cowboy outfit. And she's like at the designated area to meet up. This is, they're doing a trick here, but mom, they got to get Stone Cold ET out of the house. So mom don't notice. So they pretend Stone Cold ET is Gertie in costume. Yes. It's a ghost costume. I was doing a bit. Um, (laughs) Anyway, ET and the kids are standing there holding hands, right? Yes. And they're going to take a picture. And she just really acts so much like somebody's mother. She's making all kinds of noises. Oh, when she sees ah, her them. looks so cute. Yeah. She is beside herself that her children look so cute. Yes. And she's taking photos. And poor old E.T. ain't never get his photo taken before. He ain't ready for this. So she's like, holy shit. And he falls over. Whoa. He's fucking bummed. <laughs> and they're like, E.T., I mean, Gertie. You're okay. <laughs> and mom just is besides, she's just, and then she does like the, they do like a look back, like, okay, we're leaving now. And she's like, oh God. You know what's oh. funny is he never, um, he never is like, he, there's no, here's why I'm naming him E.T. No. <laughs> he's drawn that picture in class and the, and I think the he's paper. He's decided he's E.T. I think the peop- well, paper because says E.T. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's realized um, how um, down for the cause E.T. is, and that's why he got the nickname. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like, E.T. comes down here to save plants. He'll kill you. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? This one finger brings people back to life. You know what the other one does, motherfucker? Why don't you take a guess? (laughs) 
You know bro. what's wild? So we E.T. Talk- changed himself to the... <laughs> we were talking about this, that, like, we... I don't know. It, I imagine that kids are still dissecting stuff in science class. But the wild difference be. from 1982 to when we were in school, in, yeah. in middle school, yes. where they had to take a live toad... And make it not alive to do the di- dissection. Ours came murdered for us. Yes, and yeah. stinking of formaldehyde. They sure did, but they were dead as fuck. Y'all, very. There was a, at no point did the teacher come around to a room full of ten year olds with little cotton balls full of chloroform to put in the jar with their alive frog. We were a wild bunch of I people. Really, got to tell you. I'm starting to understand why a lot of people I know are fucked up. You had to murder the frog? What about the fetal pig? Do you have to pull it out of mom? What is this? Oh, my God. I don't think I ever had to dissect anything. I think maybe I pulled a, I'm a pussy. In um, high school, I think I was like, I'm vegetarian, so no. I, I, I only did a dissection in eighth grade. I can't remember if I did. And then when Alex. I know we dissected the mom. What you call them? When Alex was in her owl uh, pellets. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Anyway, what were you saying? When uh, Alex was in one nursing. of her biology classes, no pre nursing. When she was in one of her biology classes, um, she was doing it from home because it's post COVID and they're doing like online schooling for the this. split between. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she did everything like all the prerequisites at home. They shipped us a box with a with a baby pig in it. Did you have to uh, choke she, it out with chloroform? Yeah, yeah. So basically, it's alive. It shows up at your house in a cage, and you have to what? Hit it with a tack hammer. And you have to you have to figure out how to kill it while also preserving it so that you can oh, cut so it shotguns open. right out. Right, exactly. Yeah, like you can't just blow the thing away. No, you have to like kneel on it and cover up its snout. Oh, I see. I see. You have to kneel on its neck or something like that. See, I was thinking that you would uh, like staple gun right in the head. Um, this way you don't damage the uh, the organs there. Jesus Christ. Yes, they, it, it reminded me of middle school, though, because she took the pig out and it stunk of formaldehyde. Oh, so gross. It's a gross smell. Everybody loves that mutter museum until you walk in there. <laughs> Fucking smells like fetal pigs. Oh, it's really fucked up. Only them's people. Like Soylent Green. Oh, yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Oops. People, baby. <laughs> Imagine that fucking Stone or Stone Cold E.T. really wanted to eat people because they'd be eating people, but he was like, I love Elliot. I can't eat him. <laughs> these, now, what these, are his tastes in food? He likes fruit. Hates uh, potato, no potato salad. salad. Why? He loves Reese's Pieces. Does he eat meat? I don't think they ever show him eating meat. I think I said he's a vegetarian because he eats all kinds of. I don't think they ever show him eating meat. Everybody likes Reese's Pieces. Yes. Imagine he's allergic to peanuts. I think they got an EpiPen. <laughs> got to hit him in that little flipper with the EpiPen. His poor little feet. Oh, no. Oh, man. If he does have genitalia, he's just dragging them shits on the ground. Huh? Right on the ground. Poor Stone Cold E.T., man. Life's hard when you're short. <laughs> no. Um, you know? no, I um, I don't know. The... the Oh, there was a point I wanted to make between uh, missing and this. Oh, shit. Well, that thought's probably gone forever. No, you'll find it, buddy. I mean, 
Who was your standout in this film? I think it's a little early for us oh, to discuss it, but that's, I'm, no, that's what I was going to say. That both of these movies had too obvious of a my boy. Both oh, movies yeah. did. Like missing, they actually killed. They killed his, his boy. His actual. Yeah, I want to make that very clear that the 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 military junta threw the boomerang. And, yeah, and you know, and this one they are literally killing Elliot's boy, and he goes in and loves. Yes, loses first- weight. I mean, Elliot does realize very clearly that. I mean, as you and I both know, and I, I imagine the audience that has to know at this point that losers wait. Yes. And he's got to get Stone Cold the fuck out of there. I mean, eat Stone Cold easy the fuck out of there, right? And they rip the whole uh, hallway off the building. And like you said, that's when we get our cartoonish scene with those guys being like, no, 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 yes, Elliot. Let's, let's one pin at a time. Let's not. Because and you know then, if you're actually in that situation, you're pulling those fucking pins two well, at a time as fast as you can. Oh, yeah, whipping. But no, <laughs> this is this is an Indiana Jones just making it type situation. You know, start the plane. Start the plane. It's literally one of those situations, man. And he pulls out the pins and those guys, you know, yaggity, 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 and they fall to, fall to the ground. They're, they're not hurt. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, he's very good at <gasps> Not that. one Wilhelm scream. He oh, showed some restraint. That's true. Very good. Um, That'd be funny if that's just ah! the noise E.T. made. Ah! <laughs> no, I want him to do like that guy I was telling you about, where he does the... Uh, <laughs> from uh, <laughs> Our Real Monsters. Monsters. Yeah, I want that fully sound. Hell yeah. Um, no, what I was, was going to say is... Um, this is a this is a my boy moment first time though, you know. Imagine if if um, my man could have like rode over in Road Warrior and like used love to bring back his desert twink. Would have oh, been yeah. a much different end to the movie. Yeah, the movie would have. He didn't there. have that type of. They would have learned to love. They would have learned love, and they didn't. Instead, they went in and killed because losers wait. Yeah, E. T. knows. You go in and love. You go in and love. Thank you. Yes. I mean, maybe we should learn this as human beings. That instead of going in and killing. We go in. We love. It might help. Wow. Losers hate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. But yes. We're having an epiphany on the pod. But they save him, dude. He's... I really think it's not his tears, like in, like in fucking. What's that movie where the the person's like, I don't want you to die, and they cry, and the tears bring him back. Oh yeah, I what feel like that? that's happened a bunch of times. Yeah, it seems like some Disney shit. Did I see that they lost the trademark on Mickey Mouse? They sure did. Yeah, very cool. Well, not Mickey Mouse, Steamboat Willie, specifically oh, the, the him bouncing around. Yeah, and, because that came out over a hundred years ago or so. Yeah, I'm gonna get whatever him the law is for that. No, I'm not gonna get him tatted. There's lots of sick Mickey Mouse tattoos, though, but I can't get one. I don't even like Mickey Mouse. I hate him. I hate him. What a terrible cartoon. No, I was a a, um, Warner Brothers man. Yeah. I was a Bugs Bunny guy. Yeah. Bugs Bunny. Did I ever tell you about that? I was like, I think I'm like a date or something, or like talking to some, you know, breaking the ice with somebody. Did you leave the date when she said that she preferred Mickey Mouse over No, 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 no. It's weirder than that. She was like, who are your heroes? And I was like, I don't know, Bugs Bunny, Kermit the Frog. Um, like Peter Kropotkin. And she was like, those first two aren't like, do you mean like Mel Blanc? Or like, do you, she was like, do you, do you mean like the, the person who voiced 
And I'm like, no, no. no She's like, do you mean Jill Henson? And I'm like, no, no specifically Kermit the, Frog. Kermit the Frog. Yeah, like this. And it, well, I don't know if it was heroes, but like, who do you want to be like? You know what I mean? Some some stupid ice breaking question. And I was like, okay, Bugs Bunny, uh, Kermit the Frog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, They're people to me. ET's people. Do you uh, think ET's people, or is he a plant? Is a plant people? I think didn't we learn that that trees have like an entire fucking uh, underground structure where they all f- yeah they're vibing on each other yeah dude. yeah like ET like ET he's weed dude <laughs> ET no, um, this uh, so did we yeah I did ask who's your standout uh, that's tough I do love Gertie. She might be giving the best uh, child actor, specifically of that age, performance of human history. I like, yeah, I like the kid with the Kangol hat and the shitty sunglasses. Oh, one of the homies yeah. that gets to fly at the end. Yeah, one of the homies. You mean, uh, is he headphone kid or the other guy? No, oh, the other guy. guy, the one yeah. with the Kangol cap. And Head, really... Headphone kid seems like he's kind of his toady. There's big, yeah. tall, yeah, Kangol hat, headphone kid. Then I like that that kid puts like a. It's like warm out and he puts that full like winter hat on yeah kids make stupid decisions all the time Just you ever see that cool. chubby kid standing at the bus stop it's fucking january he's got shorts on yeah. got the cargo shorts on yes hairless legs stupid fat body i was that scumbag um i'm not cold <laughs> that's stupid i'm not cold it's literally fucking February or in shorts. <laughs> Dumpy shit. Um, what a dumb thing to be proud of. There's so many things to be proud of that are so stupid. You know, like when you bring all the groceries in one trip? God, it's good. I do this to Alex all the time. We get I home. Kick the door open. I go and open the door and I'm like, and she's coming up and she's like, eh, like trying to carry all the bags. And I'm like, just take two or three trips. No. What? No. Get them all in. No, I'm on her team. No, I take multiple Stop trips. Stop being so reasonable. God <laughs> damn it. It's so fucking annoying. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I could also say D. Wallace, the mom, is my MVP because she's just so much of a mom that I just absolutely love her. These two people were also on my... Um, the short list? My short list. It's got Keys. Oh, yeah, Keys. I didn't even think about great him because he ends arc. up... Yeah. Yeah. Great, yeah, he, great he little should... monologue there while he's all fucked up. I mean, he's talking to LA, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. He tells that whole story about, you know, oh, I'm glad you found them. Oh, I didn't even them. consider Keys. Um, That's a good one. Who's a quick show up that really did cool? See, that's the thing is it's just a very small... Small cast. You said this. You're like, it's the It's just the kids. family in the house. Yeah. Like, you don't see a ton of... like Poltergeist. Maybe 10 people on the cast? Yeah, but even the people that are happening in other scenes around the movie aren't, like show stealing scenes they're just like in the scene around the people it's so that funny were... that his friends are even in the iconic scene because those homies are really only in the film like at the beginning bit. chopping yeah. butts buying pizza gotta be doing six dude gotta be doing six ripping darts you know you know i don't know i guess i would have to say the this time around gotta be mommy yeah <laughs> i i just i think i really Appreciate how well she plays, like being a mom. Fantastic, and especially with a these single kids. mom. Yeah, man, it's hard to date, man. It must <laughs> suck. And then you find out this jerk offs in Mexico. He didn't even like Mexico. Come on, man. Oh, man, I'll go on a date with her. <laughs> oh, well, those kids are delightful. You know, now they're full grown adults, older than us. Drew Barrymore certainly is. I think I wanted. Um, 
old baby Drew Barrymore to be my standout. I just, you know, I'm glad she got her life not unfucked, but like, um, she just kills this movie, man. Comes on screen, steals the show. It on you like you see her on the screen, I and you're like, I, and you're like, I understand why she's in this movie. She she's, is the perfect spectrum opposite of I'm a human being, and my name is Anakin. You know, I love how much you hate that. I hate that little kid. I want to punch him in the fucking head. Let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about it. Anyway, um, kid grew up to be like a fucking nice guy. He like rescues pit bulls or something. I'm like, fuck him. You know what I mean? <laughs> he takes all the dogs with like three legs. He just fucking protects them from, from danger. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck that kid. I want to punch him in the head. stupid. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a human being and my name is Anakin. Yeah, no. Gertie kicks ass. Yeah. Gertie rocks. And uh, Mike. Gotta be Mike. You and I both love Big Mike. That's true. Comes in, does so much cool older brother shit. Yeah. What's the shit all over him? Yeah. Come on. I Loves just... Gertie, protects Gertie from the alien, gets real shocked. The kid's acting his ass off. You know, because, I mean, the character really shouldn't guide whether we think they're the standout performance. You know what I mean? Like, characters can be stupid. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, but Mike, the character, and the kid acting are both uh, yes. really great in this film. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. This is, a, this is a masterpiece for me. I love this movie. It's so good. It's up there on my list with Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is funny because now, the, like, the top two are Steven Spielberg We gotta get away movies. from old Steve, man. No. He's I'm gonna delighted come back, to see think, every one of his movies. <laughs> They're going to come back up. Um, but at least not for, I mean, I'm thinking about our schedule. I don't think they'll be around for a little while. No, Big Steve. No, Steve. But Steve, be. if you need anything, just give us a call. Send a uh, eagle or, um, you know, something. Something. <laughs> I don't know, man. A carrier eagle instead of a carrier. Oh, that's what's been eating all my <laughs> pigeons. <coughs> I sent that motherfucker four or five different carrier pigeons. Gone. Whatever, man. Anyway, so that is our episode on Stone Cold E.T. by Steven Spielberg, 1982's... um, I guess a lot of people were upset, but they did not win. But we'll discuss in a special boner episode after all of these are finished about which one you and I prefer. Yeah, we'll give our our rankings, which is something the Academy doesn't do either. I heard right? somebody. I heard somebody talk about Ranked that. Ranked choice voting, right? Uh, no, I I forget what I was listening to where I heard somebody talking about that. Where they said like it would be cool if the way the Oscars worked is now you have like the ten movies and throughout the night they would be like and now no longer in the running is and then like you find out who comes in eighth place. Oh, that's so neat. Seventh place and then it comes all the way down to the final two and then you. Then you reveal the way. But I don't think they want to like rank art. <laughs> mm. We but do. This is you this and I certainly massaging do. my brain. Yeah, so you're I'm like, like <laughs> I feel good about this. It's a list within a list. <laughs> I love lists. That's you. You, you turn into God and you're like, my holes. Oh, my holes. God is so fucked up. Yes, um, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, dude, I am fucking amped on this. I'm glad we get to watch some, like I said, critically acclaimed movies. And next month we got a bunch of, you know, weirdo shit back on the on the docket there. Um, but yeah, yeah we just Stone Cold ET with Mike and Connie. Yeah, this was a blast. I loved it. It I was delightful. It. Anyway, if you love our podcast, do me a favor. And find us delightful. 
and find us delightful. Even if you don't find us delightful, uh, like and subscribe to the podcast. And um, what else? Hold on, we'll let you... Uh, Leave a little review. You leave a little review? You got to like, subscribe, leave a little review. Um, we want five stars, baby. Come on, man. Come on. Anyway, um, you can follow us on Instagram at Hollywood Hodge Pod, one word. You can follow me on Letterboxd at Comrade Mike. And I'm Comrade Connie with a Y. Those are both one word, Comrade. You'll find it nice and easy. Uh, what else we got? Is that it? Uh, next up, uh, I think we said we have we have Gandhi coming, which is the Best Picture winner this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a three-hour-long epic, so this is going to be interesting. I'm excited. Gandhi is our next one? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Yep. And we'll discuss all of the weird things about it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, you know what, buddy? I know you're really sick today, but yeah, thank you is... so much for doing this episode with me. This is a blast. You've done a fantastic job. Anyway, no, no, I love go you. Crawl into a hole and die. Are you gonna lay in the gutter? <laughs> I was born to die to die in the gutter. <laughs> you know. All right, buddy. I love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.